Good evening, everyone. How's everyone doing today? Hey, Hi. What's going on? I'm good. I, bitch, I just barely made it here. Listen. I was having happy hour with, oh, first of all, welcome to the BGKH show <laughs> <laughs> with Dominion and Epic. Are you toasted? I, bitch, I, my throat. Your throat? Bitch, are you toasted? Are you a little toasted? I had one drink. <laughs> One. Okay. It was a good ass drink, though. I'm watching you. <laughs> I'm watching I am you. Dominion. I, I no no excuse me. I am Judge Dominion. <laughs> I am not the bailiff. God damn it. <laughs> we are not doing that today. Damn judge it. Dominion and Judge Epic. It's a two. It's a two. There uh, we go. Two am, judge panel. Listen, I am epically judging you. Yes. Period. <laughs> Welcome to the BGK show. This is episode fifty eleven. 58, 58, 11, okay. 58 and 11, 17 or something like that. Yes. So, but yeah, uh, so it is uh, May 28th. 9th. 9th, I'm sorry, May 29th. 29th yes. And uh, we are live. We are live. So, so um, uh, call in, ask us questions. Yes. Yes. I told you, hoes, when I saw y'all in Chicago, call in. Michael, Mike Hernandez. We, I expect you to call in. I expect you to call in, Marcus. I expect you to call in, Cortez. I expect all y'all to call in. Oh, and Boy Mantis, you need to be calling in as well. Because if you're watching, I don't want to hear no more of that shit. Exactly. Call and in. you know what that shit is. The number is 240-719-2560. And that just hits you to hear. 2560. There you go. Now, you can't say you didn't know. People be like, how do you get in contact with you? I don't know. Am I supposed to? Can I call in, bitch? I, we said at the er, beginning Use and the, the end. Use the telephone. Yeah, you know, 240. Two, well, zero. Actually, that was two. Then two, two, then four, then zero. Then zero. <laughs> you know that one number that was like the zero and then the zero? All the way around, you'd be like, like, damn it. And you trying to dial real fast. You'd be like, especially if it's like, my grandma's number was uh, 215 So I'd be like. There you go. Yeah, that was, anyway. So, you know, I got a lot to talk about. So, but how was your week? Um, my week was good. Uh, I Did have you have some, to bump some gums? <laughs> I got the ultimate petty, the pettiest revenge. Oh, good. The pettiest revenge this week. Um, well, I'm sorry. Well, actually, last week. Okay. Um, and uh, it was amazing. And I hated to do it, but oh well. Um, to whom can you say to? So I, one of my coworkers that I actually work. Oh, with, uh, they gum. Yes. So uh, FYI, the, I work. I have a. We have an open open office situation uh, where we have cubicles and not as, as opposed to offices. And so I share the wall uh, with one, two, three other people uh, on on three sides of me. Right. And the problem is, one uh, is not a quiet person. And I get it that we all have habits, we all have things that, that make us feel comfortable when, we, when we're doing work and when we're thinking, and I get that. But one annoys the hell out of me, and mm-hmm. we've had a conversation about this several times. And I've gone with my, my But it's just chewing the ice, though. And why does it get on your nerves? So, so I just need to understand so why. Let, let me tell you why it gets on my nerves. Okay. She is literally mm-hmm. this far away from me because mm-hmm. with that, with the partition in between us, we're just on the other side of, part of this. Is it table. a low partition or a high it's partition? It's a high partition. But you can see. But you here. are literally on this other side of me. I, I just can't see you, but you're on the other side of me. Mm-hmm. So you start to chew ice, okay. not one small piece, mm-hmm. but a 32 ounce cup full of ice. Does she do that all the time? 
that is just, and I realize that some people, like, I like crunchy potato chips. Like, that's one of my things. I love kettle potato chips. I, mm -hmm. I get it, the crunchy. But when I tell you that shit gets on my nerves, and it sounds like she is devouring the the, the, the bones of small childrens and animals, and <laughs> because it's like crunch, 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 crunch. So I've, I've had, I put, listen, I put on my privileged white woman voice, and I walked over to her, and I was like, hey. How are you? Oh my hey, God. Hey, cut the shit. That is a really cute item on your desk. Oh my God, that's so cute. So listen, um, I'm on the other side of your wall and this cubicle. But so do you even know her? Do y'all work with together or is she just a bitch that sit on the other side no, of the wall? No, I know her. We work together. Oh, okay. We, we are friends and we met before she started working. Well, y'all were friends. I, well, that's not my issue. Um, had that conversation with her. If you know this is getting loud, if you can cut tone it down, it, it kind of bothers me. Like I'm trying to read some deliverables and do some other stuff. So if you could just cut that out. We had this conversation multiple times and, and I was in my, you know, my good white woman voice. Mm -hmm. I even went to my, let me be sarcastic and I'm gonna play with you, but like, bitch, you know goddamn well that ice is getting on my nerves. You you know that and you keep doing so I've done this more than on more than one occasion. Mm -hmm. Why can't you just wear headphones? She I will not wear headphones in a public space. That's just like somebody getting on a train and blasting their music. I don't want to hear their shit. I don't want to hear their shit. I'm, I'm not going to do it. And especially when you're sitting in front of me and I've already described, I've already said to you, this is what bothers That's me. That's not a similar analogy, though. It is a similar analogy. That person get on the metro and that person's coming in and playing their music from their speaker or from their phone or having a conversation on their phone with no headphones. Hey, bitch, what's going on? How you doing? Oh, my God, what's up? Hey! You just sit on the metro trying to get whatever it is that you're trying to get done, which is just sitting there, maybe listening to your music, maybe just watching the, the, the walls exactly. go by, that, that's whatever that is, it is. That is what uh, but then you have somebody come in noise-canceling headphones are for. It is invading your personal space. It is noise pollution. That's how I'm looking at it. It's, it's, it's an affront so to what the did you delicacy do? of my nature. Yes, okay. So, that particular day, not only <laughs> did she have the ice in her metal container that she swirls around, uh -huh. she then had her phone pinging all day, and then to top it off, she put a piece of gum in her mouth and, and started to crack was cracking gum. it. Now listen, now that, if y'all don't know nothing about it, would be if fine. you don't know, and, and I'm even fine with the, with the gum cracking, but if what you don't know about me, if you don't know one thing about me, bitch, you don't want to try me with a piece of gum and cracking, but you do not want to, listen, all of the North Philadelphia in me, the gay boy, all of that's going to come out. All of that. Yes. So when I put that gum in my mouth, I said, okay, this is how this bitch wants to play it. Okay, no problem. I politely sat at my desk. I went and got me a little a pack of a fresh pack of extra gum, took that piece out, put it in my mouth, popped on my iTunes, and I was mm -hmm. like, ooh, let me see what I'm gonna listen to. And it just like, ooh, Tony Braxton. I was like, yes, come on over. Crack, 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 crack. Oh yeah. What did she say? An hour and a half later, she got up and she was like, oh my God, you were really popping that gum. I was like, Sorry. She's like, I mean, but there's a way you can actually chew without popping gum. I was like, I don't really know, well, any, other well, I don't I, know any other way to do it. But um, she's like, but I mean, it's kind of loud. And I said, are you really coming over and saying something to me when you talk about ice and chewing and the metal cup and the pinging and everything? You're, you're really coming and saying this to me? She's like, but I mean, it's just the way you're chewing it. And I was like, but you were just doing it earlier. So I don't quite understand. But OK, well, she's like, well, it's really bothering me. And I was like, I'm so sorry to hear that. Oh, God, you know, everybody don't get what they want in their life. Crack. And I kept on going. So the, the next 30 minutes, it, it got even worse because I got to some fast music. So. So she filed a complaint. I don't know if she filed a complaint or not. 
But uh, that was on Friday. We went back to work on Tuesday and Wednesday. And, to, uh, yeah, I haven't heard anything from her today. Okay. Yeah, for the past two days. So good. And we're good. So, um, yeah, but other than that, I had a great week. Good. It was a very busy day. Yes. Uh, we had a great weekend um, with DC Black Pride. So shout yes, out to DC I saw Black Pride. some pictures. It looked and, like y'all turned uh, it. it. It was actually I had a lot of people. We had a lot of people that actually came up to us and were saying, you know, hey, this was great. I was looking forward to this. Um, it was almost intimidating because people were like, oh my gosh, you know, we were waiting for this. We, we want to hear about this. We want to talk about this. Um, and a special shout out to uh, one of my sisters that came down. Uh, Little John came through, and um, I did have to kind of put her on front street a little bit in a very nice way. But I'm so glad she came through. So thank you, Little John, for coming through, mm -hmm. and I'm glad you had a good time. But she was amazed. Like she's that person sitting in the back where her eyes were this big. She was mm -hmm. like, <gasps> like saucers. What is going on? But mm -hmm. yeah. But thank you, Little John, for coming through. But yeah, it was good. It was a good time. We had our um, everything out. Uh, I have a side conversation with you after this. Okay, because I think I know what the side conversation is about. Oh, whatever. But anyway, it was good. What about what about yours? How was your weekend? Really? Because that was the side of the actually, conversation no. I was going to have. Actually, well, we can have that. But actually, that was a great. That was great. Really? Because it seemed that was like the it was a one, lot. That was the one time that they did something that I thought it was great. I have some pieces Other stuff. That, uh, okay. All right. Yeah. All right. So I must first admit defeat. Defeat. 44.6 and 46.3. That was how much my two bags weighed. When you left? Yes. And when you came back, how much did they weigh? One of them was 50 point, 52 point blah, blah, blah. And I managed to, to oh shit, now I can't pull that up. Sometimes my phone, uh, it's, can you, uh, out of my bag, can you uh, hand me um, in the front part? Just hand me the bag, please. My phone, sometimes my phone, it'll be like, we're at 14, we're at 15%, and then and it'll, it'll be like. drop instantly. Well, yeah. now we're off. Yeah, it'll drop so, instantly. Because I got, I got some stuff I need to, Actually, need to pull up. Oh, yeah, there's a, isn't there a. Yeah. Yeah. And is this one yours? Oh, no, you're, okay. No, 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 no. So, uh. All right, so I packed all of my stuff because, you know, I had some plans for some for some big, big booty. Don't you got a big booty? <laughs> and uh, so that mostly worked out the way that I planned. I didn't get to use the biggest toys because the biggest booty that I was planning to play with was busy with, you know, other fists and other toys. So it's fine. But don't get me wrong. It was not like I sat around. Uh, no, I did not sit around who at all. Thought, who would have thought you sat around? So uh, everything was cute. So what, let's let's talk about uh, the sweet, the onyx sweet was cute as usual. The punch, it was it was it was cute. Shout out to uh, Voodoo from what I heard. Yes, who did the, the punch. punch was cute. So now I, you know I always only drink at a, a small you know portion of the punch yeah. at a time so you know when these kids talk about getting real fucked up i you know i have told them many a time Don't that you know you only drink you cut it by half you get a cup you cut it by half and plus the first thing i did when i got to chicago was go to the cvs you know they had liquor on sale you know they sell liquor in the cvs God and they bless, had God absolute lime on sale on the 50 percent off shelf so i got me a big old bottle of uh of absolute lime for twelve dollars, bitch. Let me tell you, 
and I got some orange juice and cranberry juice. And then I bought this big uh, gallon jug, just empty that I bought it bought back with okay. me. And uh, so now I am ready to go for any function. I still got that uh, hydration backpack though. Which is we're gonna use. Look, yeah, we're about yeah, to use yeah, that in the next couple that. of weeks. Mm-hmm. So uh, that was lovely. Uh, the bathroom in. Well, no, no, no. Your phone's up. I, we, let's get to this. Uh, no, 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 no. That is for another story. Oh, okay. I'll no, no, no. I didn't take. I, honestly, I didn't get to take it. Take too many pictures because I was busy. No, I thought you were talking about the, the weight of the bag. I thought that's what you were going to. No, oh, okay, I didn't right, take. I didn't okay, take right, a picture okay. of the weight. But I do travel with a scale, so I knew how much it was. Okay. You know, I was ready to go. Okay. And uh, and then so part of that was, um, I always travel with an empty bag. So I schlepped a lot of the stuff out of the bag, out of the one bag and put it in the other. So we still made it home. So I ended okay. up, I still had three, I had three bags when I arrived and three bags when I left, you not counting the string yeah. bag. But you know, I bought, a, I bought several things, including these fabulous Milwaukee boots. I got to show them to you. Wait, 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 mm-hmm. no, let's stop. Before we go any further, mm-hmm. I need everybody out here in, 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 in video land to go on to Dominion's page and check out his ensemble. That was what I was getting. I was getting to that because it was. Uh, listen, you were living your best gay life ever. When I tell you, the look on your face was like, "Oh my God, I'm here! I'm the supreme!" Like it was everything. So last year uh, was that at Iniquity? That last was at year? Iniquity. Yes. Um, Gray Owl came out with these wings that lit up, and you know, instantly I was like. <gasps> <laughs> the not just not just the gay boy, but the gayest boy right. in me came out. So I got I, I had the wings in red. I plan to get them in several other colors. And then, but don't your lights change? To, to no, those just had the one okay. color, but they do have the color changing lights. And so I showed up to the dance, and everybody's like, "What are those wings on your back?" And I was like, "Oh, that's cute." And then so um, I put them on, and I'm just sort of dancing around. And then I hit the little switch, and I was like, "Yeah!" And everybody was like, and then I had on this uh, the silver, rainbow phoenix. <laughs> right? I, I had on this silver, um, the same silver pants that I wore okay. at uh, Code Red, and a black and silver shirt that I had found that actually fit me. You know, I was like, oh, okay, this is festive. So that was real nice. <laughs> so Apex was uh, real cute. You know, some of the girls was trying to be a little shady. Not any about any of the honest girls, but some local uh, basic bitches like this girl. You know, these girls talk about, oh, I'm real kinky, and then they get to talking, and you be like, mm, not really. Like you kinky because you do what? You That's what she said last year. And so I think she was in her feelings because she thought that she was giving me her best. You know. I want you to come home and fuck me in last year. And I was giving her, mm, no, not now, not never. And so I think she was mad. So she was kicking in the corner with all her little friends. So I'm like, I don't give a fuck because I'm Dominion. You're just some bitch. So really. All right. So that was cute. The dance was cute. The bathroom at IML was real cute. Was it? Real cute. I need a comparison. Is it cute like MAL bathroom? I don't even to go to. I've never been in the bathroom at MAL. Really, the ba- they carry on in the bathroom. At I swear to God, because I carry on in it the room. It is like a piss pit when you walk in that bitch. Oh no, there's no pissing per se I'm, going but on, I'm, but it's I'm just literally saying it's because it's that it's everything is going on in that bathroom. Yeah, well, I've never everything. I've never gone into the bathroom at MAL because I I don't need to because there's so well, much going on in I mean, the room. When you go downstairs into the into that area, when you go mm-hmm. to the, the the vendors and stuff, sometimes mm-hmm. the, the closest bathroom is around the bathrooms corner. Bathrooms at MAL. Because honestly, because I just have never. Needed to because 
everything that I've ever wanted to play room, with yeah. comes to the suite, and my room is attached to the suite, so I'm good. And I'm not even saying that you should in the bathroom. But what I'm saying is when you walk through there, mm-hmm. you notice there's tons well, of Well, we stuff know you on. know what's going on in the bathroom. You almost got thrown out of the hotel. That was not in the bathroom. Thank you very much. <laughs> get your facts straight, America. America, get your facts straight. So then that was a, in the closed ballroom. Thank you very much. <laughs> please call me. I don't remember your name. All <laughs> right. But please call me. So I had a play date with the with the uh, sub, the one that lives in Cleveland, gotcha. and I introduced him to his his bitch suit. So, which is just a uh, um, a mesh body stocking. But I was like, from now on, when we play, that's you know, like the ass is out. And it's like, all right. So from now on, that's what you wear when you play. And like, whenever we were out in public, when we were like in the Onyx suite, he had to take off all his clothes except for uh, the bitch suit. Okay. And on command, he had to bend over and show the girls his hole and everything. So. It was, but he loved all of that. Gotta, he loved yeah, that I was public. Say, gotta love. Right. Yeah. He loves that public ex- exhibitionism, and he loves being told what to do. So that worked out nicely. Then we had the People of Color Caucus, and which looked amazing. It me. did. It was really good. We had some really good discussion. But my eye, you know, so here's the audience, right? And my eye kept going over here because there was this QT. And his friend, I assumed that they were a couple, so I was just like, well, maybe we can play together. But then when the thing ended, um, I, you know, of course, I got called away. People want to talk. People want to blah, blah, blah. You know, people want to strum my, you want me to strum their pain with my fingers and, you know, sing their whole sing their whole life with my words. And they want to tell me about every kink experience that they had since I'm a boy. And, you know, I'm like, I got to go. Like, right. I got to go. And so they left. But I saw them that night at the dance. And, you know, we started uh, making out. We had a cute little triple kiss and, you know, fingers ended up in booties and the way this one dude was moaning. And mm, and so they wanted to go back to the room tonight, but I'd already been drained three times. So I was like, I got I I don't even have dust for you at this point. (laughs) (laughs) Right. And so I was like, can we play tomorrow, tomorrow night? And they were like, that actually works out even better. So I was like, yes. So that worked out. So that was going to happen. So, but before that, earlier in the day, so between the People of Color Caucus and the dance, I was upstairs uh, on the mezzanine looking at floggers. And this guy came by and said he had, he, he had always wanted to get flogged. So me and Suede, like, took turns flogging him. And he was like, this is fun. I feel like we should do this some more. And so Suede was like, well, you know, you, you, you met Dominion first, so, you know, you can go because I was like, listen, we can do this together because then I get to see Swayne. You know, you never know what might happen. One thing might lead to another. I'm trying to remember what. I'll show you a picture later. Okay. And I think I know who that is. Yeah, from Los Angeles. Yes. yes. And so I got I got this dude's number. So Sunday I was supposed to have a play date with the cute couple, and then but before that, early in the morning I was supposed to have this flogging thing. So I got up because he said he was an early riser. So. He was supposed to meet up at 10 o'clock, which is early for IML week. Well, yeah. Right. And so at 9 o'clock, I texted him to see if he was coming. He did not text me back at all. Didn't text me, didn't text me, didn't text me. Then like 1130, he texted me and he was like, oh, my God, I just woke up. I'm so sorry. Uh, He said he had too much to drink. And I believed him. Listen, all I can go with is on your word. He didn't seem like an ass. He certainly did not show up. But at least he texted me, even if it was later. And I wasn't. Put out, put out. Because, yeah. I mean, I still just got my dick sucked. So, I mean, that was good. I mean, it was a lot. The best part of waking t- up is let me with, tell a, you. with a dick in your mouth. Oh, I mean, just, uh, that's Lord. Oh, 
Oh my goodness. And anyway, so then we had the play date. That's yeah. That's, that's who the the morning. Oh yeah 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 okay, yeah, okay. yeah yeah. All right. And several other times throughout the day. Okay. Then I had the play date with the couple. So now one. So I'm not going to. T- I don't want to put everybody business in this because we Facebook friends now. So plus I don't want it to be like oh so we just gonna fuck the tail. So we'll talk about it afterwards. No, but what I will say, I mean, you know, I t- he goes deep into his headspace and he cries. And you know, that was. I don't want to know. No. All I'm going to say is that I the more know. he cried, the more I was like, yeah. It's like, you ever, you ever, you yeah, ever watch. Yeah, I get that. Did you ever watch South Park? Like the episode when um, Kenny killed that dude, Scott, uh, Scott Finkelstein's parents, and ground him up and put him in the chili. And Scott, uh, Scott Fetterman. Scott Fetterman was crying. And, and, and Carter was like, yeah, as he was licking the tissues, he's like, yes, yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I was loving all that. But they are really nice guys. And of course, they live in San Francisco. Because I was like, so where do you live? And how soon can I see you again? And, you know, he was like, I live in San Francisco. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Now, we're going to talk about the contest later because there's a lot to talk yeah, about with yeah. that. Um, but what I last thing I'm going to talk about with IML, two things. Uh, so the Black and Blue Ball is held at the House of Blues, okay. like the House of Blues, you know, Big Q's concerts. Mm-hmm. But imagine. I didn't realize a, it was as big as it actually is. Yes, a couple like thousand Leathermen. Yeah. And they are carrying on. Okay. It's like a bathhouse. And like, you know, Quita and Daquan are like servers and shit. And they just like, you know, they just like serving drinks. You know, some, you know, some people over here fucking. They was like, can I get you another cocktail? And like, <laughs> like, yeah, uh, yeah can, can I get, I get a rum and coke? coke? <laughs> <laughs> and the dude is like, a dude, like, like, can I get a bottle of water? And they're like, yeah. They're like, uh-huh. all right. I'll Extra line. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so it was just bizarre to me because it's not, I mean, and to their credit, no one seemed to be like, I, I'm sure they had like, girl, you know, this is what's going to happen. But it's just but like, you, you show up to like, girl, what you going to do? I got, I got to shift. And then like the stories that they have, like I'm saying Queen, I mean, her name is, could be Karen. So, or, 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 or Lisa. So Lisa is like with her friends next day. It's just like, girl, you know, Lisa's last on trail. <laughs> Lisa is at, with her Karen, with her girlfriend Karen the next Uniqua. day. She was like, "Girl, these gays was carrying on." Like the staff at MA at uh, the hotel at MAL. But that, I mean, is the hotel is one thing. But I mean, we're in like a club venue, and this isn't just like, oh, okay, this, you know, someone's getting their dick sucked on the dance floor. I mean, no, on the upper mezzanine, so you can look down, there's a line of pass around party bottoms just with their ass out, and dudes just, ba- I mean, one dude was getting railed so bad, I was like, ooh, I hope you live local, because if you got to get on a plane tomorrow, <laughs> your booty is going to be, it's going to be foolishness for your booty. Oh. So, but you know, I also did get a chance to spend time with uh, the family, you know, so that was lovely. So okay. the last thing I'm gonna say is haters. I, everything is not perfect with the IML organization. That, n- no. no organization. But no, that, that's why I don't complain. Right. Because y'all don't understand what a privilege it is to have a place where we can we rented out a fucking 
huge, like internationally known club and turned it into a sex club. Yes. Do you understand what, I mean, yeah, maybe they do that in Europe all the time, but 99% of you hoes are never gonna get to Europe. So, you know, don't complain about what the fuck it is that we have. And I mean, on a smaller scale, you know, people complain, oh, the DC Eagle in this or the Baltimore Eagle, or, you know, when I go to the Eagle in Columbus, you know, it's not like it used to be. Well, girl, everything changes, but just be <coughs> glad that you have these places and support them. So is no, the is the IMO organization perfect? No, right. but we ain't got, I mean, we ain't got a whole lot else, you know, on that, on that scale. So it's easier to go and then say, because I, listen, we are like good Judy's, but I didn't know Chuck Rinslow, but I do know Billy and I do know some of the other people who are there. And I know, and I know we know Taisha and we know other people that if you register a complaint, not a whine, but a, but a complaint about something that is fixable, they will do what they can to, to fix it. Exactly. You know, so don't go bad mouthing the event because we ain't got a whole lot of places like that to do. So people were complaining that this year you had to pay to get into the hotel. If you were, if you if you weren't um, registered, you already had to pay uh, thirty dollars if you wanted to go to the leather mart. Now they paid you. Now you paid the extra ten dollars. You paid forty. They got you into the leather mart for the whole weekend as well as hotel. Now if you've ever been to Parliament House in Augusta or like to the gay campgrounds in Poconos or any sort of like gay resort or even straight resorts. And they have what's called a day fee. Yeah. And let's be clear, it's more than $40 per day, yeah. not for the whole fucking weekend. Yeah. Also, we live in a time post, post nightclub where we need to have, we need to create a safe zone where you can't just allow people to freely walk in because if you got hurt in that club, just say someone, some crazy person, knock on wood, this never happens, but some crazy person comes in and shoots up everybody in the club. The first thing that you, or Lord forbid that you die, you know, your um, successors, your heirs are going to say is when they sue, well, what kind of security perimeter did you have yeah. set up? And all that shit cost. Yeah. So none of that shit is free. So before you start complaining, think about that. Then, you know, I, there were some people who were complaining about the bathrooms. Let me, let me be clear. I carried on in the bathroom this year. I carry on in the bathroom every year, but it was two o'clock in the morning. There is a difference between carrying on in the hotel at two o'clock in the morning and carrying on at the hotel at two o'clock in the afternoon. At True. two o'clock in the afternoon, there are people including, especially if you do it in the women's bathroom at night, it's sort of a free-for-all. But especially during the day, someone was complaining. They said they're gender, you know, they were gender non-conforming. And they said they were gender policing the bathrooms. No, they weren't. They were creating a place where people who are woman-identified <laughs> could use the bathroom without dudes pissing all over the seats or trying to fuck or whatever. Now, at night, there was no one caring which bathroom you went into. But during the day, they made at least a minimal attempt to make sure <laughs> that people who appeared to be women had the opportunity. Now, they didn't, as far as I know, they didn't stop any women from going into the men's bathroom, but they certainly did stop people who appeared to be men from going into the what women's bathroom. Did they get it perfect? No. But to me, that is not gender policing. That is creating 
a safe space for women identified people to go and use the bathroom who might not be comfortable with dudes fucking with, around yeah, them or people piss right privacy at the same time right and so again and so and then other people like this uh, another people complain this event is going down the drain you know used to be you could fuck in the in the yeah you could still fuck in the bathroom at two o'clock in the Why morning. Why are people you, concerned about that aspect of... Because bitches is cheap. And I was like, <laughs> this is why I don't normally... I mean, I have a little bit of fun in the bathroom, but I was like, bitch, I'm paying for a hotel room. If you get, if every you're there... Night. And now, I will say, you walk in that room, my dick a, gets hard because there is an energy Yeah, so in I get, I get that. I absolutely get that. And mm-hmm. just like with any other old... Current old bathhouse. There's a certain amount of energy that that's in the room. Is that testosterone? Is that testosterone? Those what is it called? Um, pheromones, uh, pheromones that yeah, is in the a, air that just gets a, you. Yeah, there's a smell. There's a there's a there's a feeling. There's even a heat. Yes. in a space with all of those bodies. Yes. Listen, and it is not. So if I you, mean, yeah, I get all of that, but. If you can't, I mean, don't be mad if you get a, if, if someone asked you to leave the hotel because you was fucking in there at two o'clock in the middle of the day when, you know, perhaps women, you know, secu- cleaning staff got to go in and out of the bathroom and other things. As far as I know, no one got arrested like at night when you, I mean, like late at night, I don't mean right. like as soon as the sun go down, but like late at night, like midnight afterwards, no one got arrested or, e- or no one even said anything. So, you know, I just get annoyed with people complaining about the events when, I mean, it's such a privilege and a blessing to have these kinds of spaces and to have it be legal. That's the thing. Cause gays have always created the spaces, but to have a place where you could safely do that at night without fear of being arrested, ain't nobody going to bust into the hotel and be like, this is a raid. Cause if it was, you got to arrest like 6,000 people cause everybody is in the hotel carrying on. And you can't arrest everybody at the fucking uh, House of Blues because everybody's carrying on at the House of yeah. Blues. So be thankful, rem- count the blessing, support the gay organizations and big gay events that still exist. And and support is su- does not necessarily mean financial. Right. Support means volunteering and yes. doing the work because that and not bad mouthing them is a major piece of it as well. Because and if you, you have a legitimate, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I'm saying if, because you, people, you, everybody needs to do the work. There's work that needs to be done by every single person. Right. And if you have a legitimate complaint before you get on Facebook and talk about how awful the organization is, how about you try talking to some of the people uh, um, who are available to? Uh, I, think who, a, I think that's just. I'm, 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 never get, I'm getting ready to be railed about this. I, right. I know it, but mm-hmm. I feel like that is an age difference. And it I, is an I, age I, difference. I, I have this conversation at work uh, because I work with federal government employees, and they talk about the um, passing information on to the next generation, and they're talking about how um, uh, like succession planning and de- but dealing with the people that the information is going to go to next, and in particular the millennials. Um, so, so I'm gonna just go ahead and say it. Mm-hmm. They, and, I, and I work with a couple of them, and I, it's fine. We have some in the organization. And th- great, I, I get it. But sometimes I just question. I, qu- I I just question why, like why that avenue, why? Because it doesn't affect just, any real change. Yeah, though. it's like I'm the opposite. You're From, making noise. It's just th- making noise. When I was 18, and I had a problem, and at FAMU, knocking on the door of whoever it is that I can actually talk to. I'm, Literally, because I need I, one day, the first day of school, <clears throat> the president, Frederick Humphreys, 
of the university, not the president of the college. The president of the university said, if you have a problem, come see me. I had a problem. I took my young, naive ass up to President Humphrey's office, his secretary, of course, his secretary was like, who the fuck are you? I was like, Dr. Humphrey said, if I had a problem, I should come see him. I got a problem. I'm coming to see him. And she was like, well, what's your problem? I told her what my problem was. She went in to see Dr. Humphreys. And then she I knew I wasn't going to actually see Dr. Humphreys. I ain't stupid. But what I did have was now the ear. she said, she talked to Dr. Humphreys. And Dr. Humphreys said, go down to financial aid and tell them I said. So now... It's a whole different conversation because before it's just me, 18 year old freshman talking some foolishness. Now I go back and said, uh, Dr. Humphreys told me to tell Dr. Flamer that this is what needs to happen. So that's how I operate. I'm not going to get online and be like, fam, you is broken. I wish people would do thus and so and light the school up. You know, that's not how I would do because that don't get you anything. All that does is make people mad and then they won't talk to you. Fanning the flames of nonsense. Right. So speaking Uh, of IML, uh, our brother, our brother. uh, Yes. Our brother who is is a man. And also Mm -hmm. who is a founder. Yes. Of the Northwest. Northwest chapter. However, he is a member. No, 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 that's not. I don't, I'm not even. Oh, oh the girl. He is a that. member oh. <laughs> of Mid Atlantic. Oh God. Proceed. He, uh, Jack Thompson, Exile Onyx, is the first trans person of color to win International Mister Leather. Uh, he is the is still the current Leatherman of Color 2019, and he beat out 67 other title holders to win IML on Sunday. Um, He is the first uh, trans person of color to win in the contest 41 year history. Uh, The first, uh, second runner up was uh, Fionn Scott, Mr. Leather Ireland 2019. And the first runner up was John Marcus from uh, Mr. Leather San Francisco. He is not the first trans person to win. He's the first trans person of Of color. color. The first trans person to win was Tyler McCormick, who is also one of the sweetest people you will ever want to meet. And he won International Mr. Leather in 2010. Jack is also the third member of Of Onyx. Onyx. Yes. The second member of Onyx Mid-Atlantic. Yes. And the second Onyx brother in a row to win International Mr. Leather following James Lee, who took home the sash last year. And uh, part of that larger thing, last year, uh, Lucky Rebel, was, was who was uh, at the time a pledge of Onyx Northwest, was International Mr. Boot, Boot Black. Black. So, uh, and also congratulations to Crisley DeHond, uh, who is um, Mr. Boot Black Europe. I don't know yes. have his title, I think. Um, interestingly enough, uh, Jack's husband, yes. Jeff Millard, also competed for International Boot Black, gave an amazing speech about uh, SESTA and the need to support, uh, what, did, what exactly did he say? How the community must increasingly protect the more marginalized people. And he said something that we as gay men and as leather men must align ourselves with marginalized community and against SESTA because it is in our interest. So many of the places that we go to, including places like IML, are being closed as a result of SESTA. Right. So Google SESTA and find out what that is all about. And let, and let me also say that 
Jack's husband is also one of very few people that actually has the, has had the opportunity to participate in IML and, and IMBB. IMBB. Yes. So again, shout out to both of them. That is one old power couple. Yes. And I congratulate both of you. Um, I've been off of Facebook and not necessarily making any comments or well, responses. Well, I have. Um, I haven't. I, mm -hmm. uh, not about not about this whole thing because at the end of the day. I love Jack. I love Jeff. Jack no, no, no. I, I don't have anything yeah, to say no, no, about no, the two saying, of them. Let, it, whatever you need, just let's just make that happen, period. And it, that's just what it is. But um, I've seen a lot of nonsense that has gone on. So and speaking so, of nonsense. Yeah, so that's going to be my segue. And I'm trying to stay out of it, but, you know. Well, I've already stepped in it, as you might expect. <sighs> so there's a, a man uh, who, who was the president of the Southeast Conference of Clubs, which is an organization. I don't know if it's just leather organizations, but leather and other clubs in reason. So there's like an Atlantic uh, States Conference of Clubs mm -hmm. uh, that we should belong to. And we probably need to talk about yeah, that. I was say, I don't yeah, we need we, to. Yeah. They, we've talked about it, but never. we need to finish that. Okay. But anyway, he was the president of the Southeast Conference of Club. And he says, I'm happy for the winner, but... It is international, uh, the butt is all capital. It is international Mr. Leather, Mr.'s all caps. He identifies as a man, but not born a man. I feel that the decision is politically motivated. Now, this is just my opinion. First of all, it's because you got an opinion, don't mean it ain't fucked up. And if your opinion is not based in facts, it's definitely fucked up. So, you know, people are saying, well, he didn't misgender him or he didn't. That wasn't transphobic. It was like, yes, he did. He implied you, yeah. that because he was because he Jack was not born a man that he cannot be international Mr. Leather, which by extension says that because he is trans and not a cisgender man. He is ineligible and unqualified to Too be old. international Mr. Leather yeah. and that the decision is politically motivated. Let me be clear. The head judge was our brother, uh, James Lee. The tally, mas tally master is Vidra, who was one of my brothers in my other fraternity. Mm -hmm. That entire judging staff is beyond reproach. So to say that they, 67 men, that they from the beginning stacked the whole competition just so that Jack could win, so that they could make some sort of a political statement is ridiculous. 100% ridiculous. So there is that. And so here is my response. <laughs> Listen, the views of <laughs> this is my rant. The views of Dominion are out there. <laughs> but you're going to agree with this one. Okay. okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Dear Mr. His name on. I'm not going to say his name on Facebook because he's Cause already, we're not giving him like, you know, because listen, no, 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 I. I, giving, I comment on your actions. I don't comment on your personality as a rule. And, you know, some of the girls have already taken it too far. They've given death threats and all that shit. And so I'm not going to give his name. But I'm going to, I said, Mr. So-and-so, there is no way in the year of our Lord and Savior, Beyonce, 2019, that you cannot go onto Al Gore's internet and understand what it means to be transgender. About what do you need to be educated? How to use the interwebs? How to spell transgender? No, you understand what it means. You just don't accept it because it calls into question your masculinity or maybe it challenges your privilege or maybe you're just an asshole. Either way, 
while you, we, while you are welcome to your admittedly uninformed, dumbass, transphobic, and probably racist, now listen, we know what's coming, we've been down this road before, to your opinion, please know that you will be challenged at every turn. A trans man is a man. This trans man is our brother. Hashtag we are Onyx. Hashtag he is Onyx. Hashtag get into it. And P.S. This is not a personal threat, so no need to call the police on our cookout. We know you girls feel threatened anytime a Negro does anything more than say yes a massa. I, I can't say I didn't read it before, and I was sitting there, laughing. I was looking at my phone like, yeah. <laughs> because mm. you know it really mm. this. Of all moments in this entire journey, the only thing we should be talking about is the historic nature of oh, Jack's win as Absolutely. his first, as the first trans man. We should, and we're still going to do this, but we shouldn't have to, in the year of our Lord and Savior, Beyonce 2019, <laughs> have to deal with, it's not even me because I'm fine. I'm not the person who has to wake up and see people debating my humanity or debating my manhood when I, you know, I, Jack and I are friends, but we ain't like, you know, tight, tight, but I know enough to know that he and every other trans man or trans woman has gone through a journey, a painful journey Absolutely. of self-acceptance and to have people literally telling them that they aren't qualified. Let me tell you something. If Jack did nothing, Say what you want. When Jack came out there in his jock strap, he looked sickening. Let's be clear. Sickening. Because the picture I saw when Jack uh, stood back and popped them guns up and was like, crack, crack, I said, come on, guys. <laughs> and his, come on, guns. His speech was, his speech is one of the most moving speeches I've ever heard at IML. And listen, I've only been going to IML since 2011, but that means if you listen to 20 speeches times nine years, I have listened to 90 speeches. That is his and Link's and Alf uh, Eliminations mm -hmm. speech were some of the best speeches that yes. I've ever heard in that entire time. And um, not, yeah, not to forget say, yeah. um, Tobias's speech. Tobias's speech was, was excellent too. And of course, Ramian's. Okay. But for whatever reasons, Jack gave an amazing speech. So no, there was no kicking the books to, you know, create a situation that made it easy for Jack went to win. Jack won outright because he was the best candidate. And let's be clear, to even get to the top 20, you got to go through an interview, which is the largest piece of that. Listen. So therefore, he clearly gave a superior interview. And the interview, how many people are in the interview? It's the panel. Nine page. people. Nine and people. So you mean, <coughs> yeah, I don't. Ray, you mean yeah. to tell me that, you know, you all <coughs> nine of them were in on this conspiracy. For what purpose? It's not like you get a whole lot of money. You win like $1,000 to be IML. So there's not like. I didn't even know you, you get, won money. I just thought you won. It's like a, you know what I mean? Like. It's not even that much. But right. Anyway. So, you know, it's not it's not one hundred thousand dollars. Right. This is not like drag that. race. <laughs> so uh, we, let's let's do that. Uh, this story, Trump's unhinged behavior. So, yeah, so be let me be clear. Untreated syphilis. There's there's an article that I found. I thought I was dying laughing. So, of course, you know, I'm sitting here looking at this. But again, I found this article on Yahoo. Mm -hmm. It talks about his, uh, you know, 45 and his behavior. Um, and it said an expert in infectious diseases has claimed that President uh, Trump's uh, 
alleged erratic and bizarre behavior. That's not alleged, honey, but well, sure. Which has led which has led several mental health professionals to express fears that he could be mentally ill. He's saying it could be part of the symptoms of syphilis. Mm -hmm. It's a sexually transmitted disease. Right. Um, but again, the shocking, suggest the, the shocking suggestion that Trump could be exhibiting the symptoms of dementia due to syphilis was put forth by this particular uh, expert of uh, infectious diseases, Stephen Butler. And uh, it was, this was in an article that he actually wrote called The Medical Theory for Trump's Bizarre Behavior, and it was published in the New, the New Republic. Now, to be clear, this article is now two years old. But the more, that, still, I, but right, the more that I look at fit. it, it fits every single thing. Because, again, let's, let, let's think about the, the syphilis. I'm sorry, syphilis. Syphilis. <clears throat> the Tuskegee Airmen, yes. that whole experiment, they were injected with... with, with active and inactive versions of syphilis and there were some people that were test groups and not but th the whole point is there were several people that were injected with live strains of syphilis there right. were several people that they actually sat and just watched and saw what happened to their bodies and their minds and de and they deteriorated over time right. and years and years so these these actions that he is exhibiting are the same actions or the same things that were happening to these men that were part of this study. Mm -hmm. So. Could be. I just, I don't know. I'm just saying. You might want to think about that, Melania, next time you lay down next to him. All right, so. If we you need, haven't already. Yeah. We need to. Pete, you ever, did you see that episode of South Park? Where Peter was working at the White uh, South Park Family Guy, where Peter got the job at the White House, and then him and Trump got in the fight. And then Melania was like, Peter, kill him in front of me and I sex you. <laughs> it's so funny to me. Anyway, so I miss I'm missing like a whole season. Yeah, that was like of, last season. Yeah, like whole seasons of, of Family Guy. Anyway. So uh. last week was a season eleven reunion of highlights. So I'm just gonna go down your list. Veg when wait when they first showed Veggie, I Who is until, this woman? <laughs> until she spoke. I literally was like, who, that who woman? the fuck is this? Who that woman? And then as soon as he spoke, I was like, of course. Who, as soon as spoke, all you heard was, get them cookies, she get them cookies. looked amazing. I mean, she looked, she looked good, but she didn't look like the Vangie. Like, I didn't find her as attractive to me. Wait, you didn't find Vangie attractive or you didn't find a, a Vangie as a boy attractive? I Vangie, still find Vangie as a boy attractive, but if she had that much work done, then she don't look like Vangie the boy that I remember Well, either, I don't either. know. I think I, I mean, I think I mean, I'm, as a drag queen, she looked fine, but that wasn't, that wasn't, um, that was not just, uh, makeup. That was no, clearly no, plastic no. surgery. There so there's no involved. way that her facial structure, even as a boy, still looks the same. So I was a little disappointed. Well, by that, because, I mean, I mean, good for her. I mean, it, live your best you life, and that that's makes what you, you want to. Yeah. But you know, but anyway, I don't I, know that I want to. I thought he looked amazing, maybe. I, but you know, but hey. Speaking of Angie, Brooklyn and Vangie broke up. Yeah, they were calling it Brangie, which I, you know, nah, I didn't call but, it that. Uh, but I don't really like those combined names. But either. you know, they they broke up. They seemed like they were I, but yeah, I feel like did. they might get back together. But then I kind of got this real cold ass. Uh, Vibe from Brooklyn the entire like, time. Like it's like like, like she believing. Was very much like you were here for a purpose and that was your purpose and that was it. Thank you. That so was much exactly. That was a little bit how I was feeling and about was it. Like, and I feel like uh, uh, Vanjie was like, "Girl, what?" You? Oh, so this was cute 
And like other people said, and like, okay, so this was your storyline because you were uninteresting. And everybody was like, I wasn't uninteresting. I won these challenges. No, honey, we're not talking about that. Yes, you might have been talented, but a reality show was more. It's plenty of hoes she, that were talented that didn't win. She was giving cold-hearted bitches. She that's was. Just, that's she what was. I, I'm just like, I, that's just what I got. Raja tried to act like she didn't say half of the shit that she said and try to act like, she, oh, well, I was involved. No, girl. Some of the, I mean, yes, sometimes you do look back on the things that you say and be like, yeah, I went too far. Listen. But no, girl, you could see it on your face. You knew exactly what you were saying. And if you're going to be that show. bitch in that moment, stand stay in that, that motherfucking moment. Just like the person we were talking about, there was a rebuttal, or, or there was a rebuttal by him. That, said, that he actually stood in his shit. Right. He was, was wrong as up. hell and it was right. fucked up, but he stood in his shit. So, Roger, stand in your shit if that's what you're going to do. Right. But, okay, that's just me. Ariel. She came off like a punk. Yeah. She, you know, she talked like junk about these damn wigs when she got back on the show. And Roger, listen, that was one of the that most That was the most unfortunate to throw that wig like that. It wasn't like, cute. The, it, it, it didn't come off cute. funny. It wasn't. It, was it, like, was, it didn't even come off shady. It came off bitter and nasty. Yeah, and I was just like... Just like it would like okay, like right. that kind of ad so to me it's like you have to walk a fine line between being that bitch but still being likable enough that promoters want to book you. Exactly. And like that kind of attitude, I would be like, well, I don't need that kind of girl at the club because if she gonna do like that on, how is she gonna act with these other drag queens? That's not gonna work. And you know, one of the girls actually pull out a a blade and cut your ass. The vixen, like on show, she was great and it was some drama Mm -hmm. and I I kind of felt her pain a little bit. Yeah. But I listen. I don't want that. I don't want to do with that hoe. Right. I I like her from afar. I want to watch her. Right. So you gotta you gotta look at that as a business and you can't be carried. you can't carry on like that forever. I'm good. I'm good. I'm so good. Silky says she gained 30 pounds on the show. And that was part of the reason why she was saying she had an issue with her pads and everything else. And no, I was girl, like, I don't, buy, I don't buy that. I was like, girl, them pads were, you, they were seen. That's the problem. They were seen. It, Cover right. them up. Like Rue was saying, put another pair of tights or two or three. Right. So that's not it. Kahana had words for Mercedes. There's always that bitch that get voted off first. That's like, uh, Okay. But and, and to me, I felt like that was entirely manufactured. Like, what was that? Because like, what the fuck was? Why so were you upset? I don't, still don't get it. She was upset because in the whole opulence thing, um, before when that uh, episode aired, Mercedes said uh, posted something that said Shantae, you stay, and posted the video. So Kahana had feelings about that because she felt like it took away from her moment of shine. So she says she said something to Mercedes and Mercedes said, I took it down. And he said, but you put it up like two months later. I was like, bitch, it's after the fact. Now. It's two months later. So what the hell? And you got, damn Mercedes got a brand to build. She been voted off the show. Yeah, I don't so understand. You gotta, what, what the, I, so I, I, I felt I'm like that getting. was entirely manufactured to make her look like a sympathetic character and it just made her yeah, look like a Yeah, it was like a made a, up moment. I don't, look I don't, foolish. I don't, uh, I, I could, I could. So Akira did not come off well. She, she came off as a shit starter. Unfortunately, she's doing the same thing uh, that uh, from last season. Uh, Jesus, the bodybuilder, um, Cameron Michaels. She's coming off in that same vein like Cameron to me mm. right now, where you want to like her. She has lots of likable things that's going on. But now I'm gonna give her credit. She's standing in her shit. Mm-hmm. But I feel like you were you were ba- listen. You were back. You were you didn't backpedal and pussy pop. But you she just kind of slow you walked. Sl- yeah, you slow walked and you just kind of twerked. That's yes. kind of you slow walked and twerked. A little bit because, listen, again, if you're going to be that bitch, just go ahead and be just, that just, bitch. Just be it and be yeah, like, listen, it. this was part of the hey, game. Jeez. 
you know, this is part hey, of the babe. game. This is the, you know, the thing that I was playing. And then I, right, so yeah. uh, the library was reopened, whatever. So, and Silky, let me just say that. See, she's what do you mean by Apollo lied on she did, She supposedly apologized. No, she apologized. Apollo lied. She apologized oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, on yeah. the show. That's what she did. She was like, oh... I'm just, um, I, I just want to apologize. Girl, you apologize. That's because you realized your ass was coming off. Terribly. Just, you apologize. Not only did okay. you, in, in hindsight, I bet she didn't realize how bad she looked on air. And now, because her look was very pulled together. It was cute. It was cute. And was cute. I, I bet, you know, she realized that she did not come off on well, uh, well on air. And she probably, like with most, with most pageant girls, they have a team around her that is, doing the last little nip tuck on her mm -hmm. and that's probably yeah so maybe she she probably doesn't know how to cut pads or recut them if they needed to be sure. recut and do all of that before you got to where you are and then well clearly well so. yeah but clearly yeah. that whole thing about her being able to beat anybody because she said she didn't say just say she could beat her own mugs she said girls hired her to beat their mugs and now then that she did when say. she had to beat uh soju's face, mug she beat it i was it like up. What she beat it up. And Soju made that damn comment about the damn, uh, about the, 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 the Sharpie. The Sharpie, but I, we'll come back to that. Right. Um, so uh, Plastique was calling, I was I was packing while I was doing this. I was like, yeah, I don't really give a fuck. It was like, what? Right, she was trying to act like, you know, she was like, bitch, you don't know nothing about Beyonce or whatever. I didn't but, know Beyonce. And they were like, but your Facebook page has stuff on it like three months before. I, right. What, Plastique? What? I don't. This and was the, the shadiest ratings? thing that was unfortunate to me. I, yeah, it, the the it shit shady. with Brooklyn and Vanjie, I was like, that's personal. But I was like, but Scarlett, now, we, we don't I, I felt know. bad for we Scarlett. There's something that we don't I, know. There's, there's definitely something we don't yeah. know. But I felt bad for Scarlett because Scarlett seemed like a little annoying, but she didn't seem like a bitch in the way, like... And Brooke didn't normally just come out of her mouth like that. So I was just like, I didn't like that bitch. She just, yeah, I mean, and that was, that and, is, listen. And, and I it seemed like Brooke, that. it seemed like uh, Scarlett was taken aback. She was like, Yeah, she's like, what? I just didn't, I didn't particularly care for you. Something about you I didn't like. And I was like. And I was like, that's shady. Because to me, it's like, if you're going to say you don't like someone, say why you don't like them. Just like, well, I just didn't like you. Yeah, and I was like. Because I thought that was nasty. It was, and it was, it was completely out of character for her. And it made me feel a little bad for Scarlett. Because I didn't, I just didn't think that Scarlett. I felt Scarlett suffered a little bit from milk syndrome, you know, where she was a little bit arrogant, but I didn't think she wasn't as annoying as milk. I, I still, actually, I don't know, it was something to me that I kind of liked about Scarlett. I felt like she, to me, she was somewhat sympathetic. Okay. Okay. Maybe I'm just a sucker. Uh, well, I'm not saying all that, but all I'm saying is. This was you're right. This is a messy reunion, like that second season reunion with um, Rebecca messy. Glasscock and all of them. Ooh, that was some. And um, not Rebecca. Was that the season? Rebecca Glasscock. Uh, what was, was the one that had the teeth? Uh, you talking about Tyra? Tyra. Yeah, yeah. That was the, that was, Tyra, that, was, that was second was, season. Yeah, that was yeah. Yeah, that was a messy ass that, reunion. Listen, there. This is coming down to be one of the messy. I don't know what what the problem was. Or what I feel the, like a lot of it was editing because there was some shit. Like they didn't make, um, I because they, a lot of the stuff that those girls say, are um, like they'll say to you like offline. So um, maybe you should ask to Akira. He's right. like, well, maybe you should ask um, Plastic about uh, the wigs. And then she says it on air, and you know what that happens enough. You think it's your own words 
but really you're being prompted and coached because these are the stories that the producers want to tell. So yeah. I just, I don't know. I, it's not, I don't know how I feel about this, Rue. I feel like the show is taking a different twist. Like it's becoming it's becoming overly dramatic right it's um, you know unnecessarily dramatic I, I thought say. it was I thought it was a brilliant concept in the beginning that you're going to combine the best elements of uh, America's Next Top Model and Project Runway and also drag to make it right a drag version of those two yes. shows yes, combined yes, 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 yes. but now it's becoming too much like um, road rules you know, or, or uh, what was the other one where they all lived in a house? Uh, yeah, real, real world. world yeah. You know, with this manufactured drama it, and listen, whatever. Real world was, listen, there were some scenes from real world that I listen, will never forget. I still do not. What's the one? Um, this, uh, the Real Housewife now or Basketball Wives? Oh, you're talking about uh, Tammy, Tammy Roman. I still don't fuck with Tammy Roman to this day for that, the way, listen, that, she, over she the way that she did him, David. She carried him. And the way that she almost got him arrested and, and all that And his whole career shit. just... Fucked up. Right. I mean, he did turn out to be homosexual, but 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 but, but I, I mean, the me way also... that she carried him, because like people kept talking about Tammy from Basketball Wives, and I was like, I don't watch these shows. And then, like in another one of my fa uh, Facebook group, when I found out they were talking about Tammy Romaine, I was like, Oh, I will never watch that because I don't She's fuck with Tammy Romaine. Everybody was like, Why? And because it was like a bunch of people who were like ten years younger than me, I was like, Because Tammy Romaine did a another black man dirty yes, she did. on air. She accused him of rape. Yeah. Now, if she and felt the like she was accusation alone right. is enough to take somebody and, out. And when it happened, we're off topic, but the la you know, she was laughing and giggling at the time. And then afterwards, she's crying like two days later. She's crying, talking about she was raped. But if you kept playing, if you played the tape back, she was laughing and like it was a joke. He was trying to pull the towel off of her and everybody was Down laughing. Because listen, it bitch, was the blanket. Listen, if you don't mm -hmm. want the towel to be pulled off, you'd be like, stop. Right. Because Tammy is that and, woman. Wait, and she Tammy can fight. Right. So what well, we know Tammy can fight. So, so listen. Anyway. Okay. But anyway. All right, so wrap um, but, us up. but I'm gonna go ahead and say this. The one thing I will say about the real world is the slap heard around the world when Whistler's face went out to that car, opened that door, and slapped the <laughs> shit like, out yeah, of Yeah, she's like, yeah, we can never be friends, friends, because you're a homosexual, and he hadn't come out yet. And she, he was like, bitch, what? And she said it as she was getting in the car to leave the house, because she, she drive off. She opened the door and tapped that face. <laughs> And he, that was when he got voted off the house. And that was like a year before he got caught sucking dick in uh, but the park in L.A. But anyway. It made an impression. But anyway. Right. Um, and tomorrow, just so, just so to be clear, tomorrow. The is finale. The finale. You coming over? We're going to have cocktails and, you know, watch sure. the show? Yeah, okay. Because I, I got to pack and I got to do something. We'll, we'll, I, we had a lot of stuff to talk about. Yeah, okay. Um, but anyway. So um, thank you for tuning in today. Um, the BGK8 show streams live on Wednesdays uh, on VoxWave.com. 8 p.m. to 9 p.m. Eastern and 5 p.m. to 6 p.m. Pacific. Uh, episodes are available on YouTube every Friday. You can search for Vox Power 373 and look for the BGKH show with Dominion and Epic. Uh, currently, we are able to host a, a studio audience. We have some space. Yes. Hello, hello, hello. Hello, echo, hello. echo, echo. If you can't make it, uh, you can always give us a call. You can call into our audience and you can call us and be on air with us live at 240-719-2560. One more again. 240-719-2560. 2560. 2560-2560-000-000. Ah, um, yes. <laughs> but anyway, um, so... Uh, but if you want to get in touch with any of us, uh, you can reach me uh, on Twitter, Epiconic1, 
Epic Onyx One on Twitter. You can also reach me on Instagram at I am Epic Onyx. You can also find me on Facebook if you look for Epic Onyx as well. Dominion, how can people get in touch with you? Uh, you can reach me by railway. You or can reach trailway. me by trailway. You can reach me on an aeroplane. aeroplane. You can reach me with your mind. Ah. Mm-hmm. You, you listen. You just can't reach me by cell phone because I don't give my number to these girls. Listen, I cannot tell you. I am literally getting robocalls cool, all the fucking time. Anyway, all right. So, <laughs> you can't. And my voice is shot because it, from yelling for fucking Jack, I was like, yes. And then, so the last thing I'll say, we got, you we got, we got two pieces. Actually, three pieces. Of yes. Oh Let me God. tell you. So just like when Ramian won. These hoes are sitting there like they say Jack Thompson and they all sitting there. I was like, bitch, we got to go. And so I get up and dash and everybody's like, where are you going? I was like, we need to get to the floor. Anyway, you can reach me because our producer's like, wrap it up, wrap it up. (laughs) You you can reach me on Twitter and Instagram at Dom Onyx on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dom Onyx and my website, www.domonyx.com. So thank you all for coming out. God bless you and good night. Bye.